All right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I am one of your co-hosts, Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist, and all-around good guy. I'm here hanging out with the other good guy. What's up, David? Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm David Coker, um, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., promoter, media specialist, marketing specialist, all-around good guy as well. I'm just hanging out, sir. I can't complain. Uh, you know, we are about to uh, get ready for spring to come, man, because, you know, the time changes this weekend, man. So that's, that that just means we're that much closer to spring coming, you know? And so we yeah, spring definitely. forward at 2 a.m. on um, Sunday morning. So if you're so up is, at that what, time, what, you're going to lose an hour. If you're up at that I, time, you're going to lose an hour. I, I know. Well, just like we say, always forward, never backwards. Yeah, there you go. So we, we, go. we just keep on moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, considering the way the week is going, um, does it seem like the weeks go by fast or does it seem like it's – well, you're home, so the the, the time they still go by quick. They they still go by quick. Yeah, okay. They do. Yeah, it, it does. It does. It's like once you get past Tuesday, the rest of the week just flies. Or know? or once you get past forty, you know them 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 hours <laughs> them hours. So uh, yeah, once you once you get past forty, they're about fifty five minutes in an hour. You know, it, it just kind of switches up on you. It does. It does. It's it's been it's it's interesting how how time just seems to just fly like that, man. Uh, I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, it's just like I know when I'm at work, like seems like the first part of the day kind of goes at a steady flow, but then after one o'clock, the time just seems like it evaporates. I mean. <laughs> You know, and especially if you got stuff that you're trying to, you know, you want to get done before the end of the day. The next right. thing you know, the time's over. So it just seems like we're in a in a speeded up time warp right now. So, um, I mean, um, yeah. I, I I was in a store recently, and um, guy walked up to me that I've known for a long time, and he had his daughter with him. And, you know, she spoke to me and I didn't, you know, she said, hey, Mr. Dave, how you doing? I'm trying to figure out who this person is. Right. <laughs> you know, and he starts laughing. He said, he said, do you know who, 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 who you're talking to right now, Dave? And I said, no. He said, that's Nisi. And when he said that's Nisi, I started laughing at Last time I seen her, Leonard, she was probably 10 years old. Oh, She's 30-something wow. years old now. She's 30-something years old now. And she Damn, knew exactly old. who I was. Yeah. She knew exactly who I was and everything. And I was like, because her and my youngest son are the same age, and they knew each other very well. 
And I was like, get out of here. And he said, yeah. And she just started cracking up. She said, she said, you and my dad getting so old, <laughs> you know, and I started laughing. I said, wow. I mean, it, it don't seem like it was that long ago that she was a little girl. Well, we know that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you let me tell you, well, one thing I always think about, you remember, um, you may, maybe two or three Fridays ago, we were talking about things that in our lifetime we never thought would come to an end. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's add daylight saving time to that. You know, like we, you know, I don't know when it started. I'm sure it probably started, you know, your whole lifetime. It's but been around know, who, all, all my yeah. whole life, yeah. Whoever would have thought daylight savings time would come to an end? Yeah, you know? no, that's what I mean. It's, it's, it's just weird. And and I thought about yeah, that. Yeah. I was talking to my daughter this morning, and I was telling her that. And she's like, really? You know, why? And, you know, I, I kind of <laughs> gave my weak explanation on why. But then it just made mm-hmm. me think, wow, like, this is another you know, staple or uh, used to be staple that they, you, you know, they got to get rid of next, next, they got to get rid of leap year. Like if, if you get rid of daylight saving time, you got to get rid of leap year. Cause, well, if, it's, cause it's, if that's not the most confusing thing, every four years we have an extra day, the 29th of February, come on now. And you know, the actual beginning of leap year it's already started. You know, it starts in March leading mm-hmm. up till the 29th, you know, of that, you know, so it's, it's really weird that, yeah, that whole leap year thing. Yeah, that could be something that could disappear. Yeah, that definitely could be. You never know. Well, Draymond Green of the uh, Golden State Warriors was caught on. Awesome. on did you? <laughs> did you? But I mean, but the way he finished up the statement made a lot of sense. Yeah. Because he said, I celebrate, you know, and for those that don't know what we're talking about, um, he made a comment that they should do away with Black History Month. And, you know, but then he started talking about how, you know, he said, yeah, they should go ahead and get rid of it. You know, he said, you know, we meet, we need more than a month to talk about our our history and so forth. And then they give us the, the tw- shortest month of the year to do it anyway he said they should just go ahead and do away with it he said because uh we need this we need to talk about and celebrate black history um january 1st through the 31st and then you know he said and so on and so on with every month you know so he said it shouldn't be relegated to one month i thought that was cool how you know if you know that's where he took it you know what i mean right because our history is filtered through throughout the, every every month, every every day of the year. So, so I just thought that was interesting. So, one thing before we get started with tonight's um, tonight's show, we got the Oscars this week. Uh, did we get slapped number two this week? Probably not, because uh, Chris Rock isn't hosting it, right? No, no, but Jimmy Kimmel has been known to say some things. <laughs> he really yeah, has but, been known. To say you know, I, I feel for Will, it's much more acceptable to slap Chris Rock than it is any <laughs> white man on stage. So <laughs> I doubt we'll be saying that. Yeah, we we know. Now I will say if happened. they if they were both in attendance, 
after mm-hmm. the Chris Rock jokes. I could see uh, yeah, Will no. Smith smacking him again. They, they say Will wasn't happy. They say oh, Will was I'm, not happy. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. He yeah, he yeah. probably took back all his apologies. He's like he's like <laughs> let you know let, let me get that back. Let me get them apologies back. I mean I meant well, what you I know, said. You know, you know, you know, he been holding Chris been holding that for over a year or two. You knew he was right. gonna come out and say some stuff. You knew that, so right, right. You know, yeah, he went hard too. So, but um, did you? Uh, as far as the Oscars, I was taking a look. Let me just say this real quick. I was looking at the top categories, and what is this? Uh, I was looking at um, uh, Entertainment Tonight, and they were doing a. Uh, um, they were doing a prediction on the top categories, and they were saying best picture they predicted would be everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, uh, God, there's quite a few pictures nominated. It's, this almost eight movies nominated. Wow. Uh, so. I know you didn't see that movie. I know I didn't see it. Uh, best director. Uh, same movie. Uh, the guys who directed that movie, everything, any, everything. Hold on, hold on. Don't, 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 don't give them all away for the people who are going to be watching. Yeah, but this is what they're predicting. They ain't going to be, this ain't, what ain't gonna, what's going to happen. Come on now, because you know, yeah, I know. Are you? Go, I know you. You guys are doing an Oscar party. Are you going? Oh yeah, I am. I'm. I'm uh, supporting. Okay. All right. Do you guys do picks? No, we don't. We uh, we uh, we uh, we keep them hidden until they're announced. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, well, well, let me just say here, they're not predicting. Um, they're predicting the upset for Angela the Baxter's character. Uh, category. They don't think she's going to win. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Maybe, she'll slap Maybe she'll yeah. slap somebody. Maybe she'll slap somebody. But anyway, well, this, this, I guess we'll all be tuning into the Oscars this weekend to, to, just to make sure that nothing happens. Well, it ain't going to be ain't, I don't, not enough black people were nominated this year, so if there's going to be a slab, it'll be because of that. So. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> okay. But anyway, getting to our show, um, what, are we, what are we doing tonight, sir? For our All right, Dave. Round? So, you know, t- today we're going to keep it light. And, you know, in light of the Chris Rock, Will Smith beef, we're going to talk about three times that you got in trouble for stuff that you shouldn't have when you were growing up. So this would be similar to, um, you know, you come home and there's no cookies in the cookie jar. Your mama gets on you and then later finds out your older brother done ate the cookies, but you don't got the beating for it. So. Hmm. Okay. Or that well, similar note. Okay. All right. Well, why don't you start off then? Oh, I mean, you know, I, I'm gonna give you the honors, but um, no, sure, you, you start. Okay. okay. So the first one I have, um, and I don't know what age I was at, 
I was at my aunt's house. Um, also, I probably around the age of six, seven, eight. I'm at my aunt's house. I'm playing with all my cousins. And it must have been around Easter time, I'm assuming. So for some reason, we got the bright idea that we were going to take some of the Easter eggs. And some of them were, you know, cooked Easter eggs and some of them were raw. Well, I'm sorry, we got raw ones, you know, uncooked ones from the refrigerator. And we threw them at the house across the street. So, of course, we were throwing them up on the roof. They were landing on the roof. They were landing, uh, you know, everywhere on the side of the house, on the win- windows. Well, maybe not on the windows, but. And if I just had to guess, I'd probably say we probably we probably emptied a a, a 48 count you know, package of eggs. So all my cousins go home. You know, I'm the last one there. I'm with my dad. Knock, 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 knock. The neighbor comes over to the door and says, hey. Um, oh, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. I think we, I already left to go home. So, you know, you know, I, the other kids went home. I went home. And the telephone rings and my dad goes to answer the phone. And one of them things, you know how people, you're looking at people and they answer the phone. Then he looks at me and I can see Uh some anger and frustration in his, uh, in his eyes. And he's like, did you throw eggs on top of the neighbor's house? And at first I was like, no, you know, I didn't do it. And he said, all of your cousins said you were the one who did it. I was like, what? They're like, yeah, they said you were the one who threw eggs. They just watched. I couldn't even explain what happened before, you know, my probably my pants were down and I was getting beat with the <laughs> with the belt. And it's like you couldn't like, get it out. You could you get it out quick enough. Huh? No, but you know, even even when I did get out, I, you know, it wasn't believed. You know, and I mean, of course, I did contribute, but I was not the the only contributor. But I would just remember mm-hmm. that time and say, like, okay, like that was a that was a beating that should have been equally shared between uh, myself and my cousins. But did any of your cousins get in trouble? I don't know, because you know we we didn't have phones like that, you know, and I, and in order for me to get their numbers, I had to go to the phone book and look at the no. So I don't know. I don't think they did. Oh, so the next time you saw him, y'all didn't talk about it or anything? Or? Um, we probably did, but, you know, I mean, that wasn't as memorable, but I remember getting the beat the beat down for that. <laughs> that was the memorable part, right? Right. Yeah, right there. Yeah, they sold you down the river, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what happens when, that's what happens when, you know, people, people are quick to sell you, sell you out, man, you know, so, you mm-hmm. know. They didn't. Uh, obviously, there was no. There was no. The no snitch rule wasn't out back then, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So every man right. for themselves. Yep. There you go. All right. Well, my earliest one, and I've told I, I've talked about this story before because it was it was uh, it, it it was it was pretty funny, but you know, um, when I was, I guess between six and seven years old, because we had just moved over to Riverside at that time. I um, had gotten 
um, for Christmas. Uh, one of these red cars that you ride on. Um, and it was uh, pretty unique because nobody had one like that around there. Um, and, you know, you can pedal it, you know, with the pedals and uh, you can steer it and everything. It was pretty cool. Um, and my mother only had one rule. Well, my mother and my father had one rule. Um, and that was when you ride the car, you had to stay right within a certain radius of the house. And, um, most of the time that I had the car outside, I did that. But there's one particular, <laughs> but there's one time, one particular day, right? Not listening. I went a little further down the road than I normally should have went. And there was, and the only reason that I went down this way is because there was this little hill that was pretty cool. You know, anything that has a hill, you want to ride down it. Anything that you got, you know what I mean? When it's snow out there, you want to ride down, yeah. you know, that type of thing. And I said, this would be so cool to ride down this hill. And then there was a couple of my friends said, yeah, we should go down the hill with the, with the car, right? So I got talked into it and we rode down here to this. It, it was, it was like a little pathway, but you know, that you can ride down. The only thing is that it emptied when you got down to the bottom of the hill, it emptied onto another street, which was 27th street where a lot of the, the better kids lived. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happened was, we get we take a couple rides. It was cool going up and down. We're having a ball riding up and down this hill, right? So I never forget there was these brothers, uh, the Lewis brothers. I never forget. They see us having this fun. They lived on 27th Street. But they were across the street on 27th. They see us having fun with these, this car and going up and down the hill. So the last time we decided to go down the hill, they were standing there waiting for us to come down the hill. And one of them was um, the oldest brother had was like four years older than me, four or five years older than me. And then so he was like 13. He was he might have been a teenager at that time, 13 or 14. And then there was one that was my age. And then there was a younger one that was a couple years younger than me. So they're standing there and they said, can we have a ride on your on your car in your car? And I said, uh, no. <laughs> My mom said, I can't let anybody ride. They said, don't worry. We, just, we ain't going nowhere. We're just going to take, we want to take a ride down the hill too. And I said, well, I can't do it. I'm trying, now I'm ready to go back up the, up the road where I'm supposed to be, right? You know, right. I said, man, I got to go. I'm getting ready to go home. They said, just one ride, one ride. And the older brother just standing there said, yeah, one ride. Right. Depot <laughs> style. Like, huh? right? Yeah, right. And Give me so, that chain. Now, 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 look, the two the two guys that I'm with, the two kids I'm with, they're, they they didn't left now. They left yeah, me there course. by myself, right? <laughs> you know, and they're the ones that talked me into going down there. So I said, okay, one ride, and I got to go home, right? I got to get back up the road. So they get they take it back up to the top of the hill. The the one kid gets in it, the younger kid, the younger brother gets in it, 
and he rides down the hill and they go flying or they take the vehicle and ride across the street to their house with the vehicle. I'm about <laughs> to lose my mind, Leonard, because I'm more, you know what I'm more worried about is my mom. Yeah. And of what course. happens when I had to tell her that I didn't lost this car, right? You know. So um so I said, you give me my car back and I'm trying to get you know, tell them again. They said it ain't your car anymore. It's our car now. We're going to keep it. And they're riding around in front of their house with this car saying, look at the car, yo. We got this new car. I'm like, I'm like, and, you know, I'm scared, too, because I, I know I ain't going to be able to fight all three of these guys. Right. right. So I had to go home and tell my mom, Leonard. I go home and tell my mom. My mom looks at me and said, you did what? Didn't I tell you not to go down? Didn't I tell you to stay right in this area? And you went down that hill. That's the last place you know you should have went down there. Now I got to go down here and get this car back. And she's fussing the whole time. She's grabbing her. She's grabbing things, right? The one thing she grabbed. Now, remember them old black brooms that had the real thick uh, the bristles and all that, you know? Mm-hmm. And you And they were heavy. Remember, they were heavier brooms? Right. She grabbed the broom, man, and she starts marching down the hill, walking down the street. Damn. The kids who were playing, she became the Pied Piper, Leonard. All these kids start walking behind her because they knew that Miss Coker meant business, right? And it's like, by the time she gets down the bottom of the hill, there's like about 13 kids with us, (laughs) including the two kids that had abandoned me, of course, right? So she walks across. She said, where are they? I said, they're right over there. See, there's the car, mom, right there. There's the car. She said, oh, I see it. So she marches across the street, and she takes that broom and holds it up in the air. She said, I'm going to start swinging if you don't give my son back his car. (laughs) This ain't his car. They start, you know, of course, you know, kids. This ain't his car. My mom bought this car for us. And they said, I said, mom, that's my car right there. And they said, they, she said, I'm going to start swinging in a few minutes if you don't get this car. Because back then, you know, parents, they didn't play back then, man. Right. Babies, right? So what was so funny was their mom came to the door, looked outside to see what was going on, saw my mom with the broom, get ready to start swinging. She looked, started laughing, and just turned around and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's how it was back then. You know, yeah. you mess with somebody, you go, you know, you had to deal with the consequences, right? Right. And so my mom started swinging that broom. She didn't want to, she wasn't trying to hit him at the moment. Yeah, but yeah. She was on somebody, right? And they hurried up and jumped off that car. She said, go over there and get that car. So I go get the car, pick it up, and we start, <laughs> and, and go back across the street. And they go running in the house telling their mom, and you can hear their mom said, "You took that car from them, that little kid. That's what right. y'all deserve." She said, "They said, but mom, you ain't gonna do nothing." She said, "No, because I know what y'all did. Right? Now, she came down here to hurt you for no other reason. I would have been out there." She said, "But I know y'all took that car, <laughs> you know." And she said, "I ain't doing nothing, you know." Took the car about back across the street. I'm all happy and everything, but then I'm sad at the same thing because I know what's going to happen when I get in the house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my mom tore me up, Leonard. Damn. 
Hey, I couldn't ride that car for about two weeks, man. Uh, I, I was, I was, I was grounded, man. I was really grounded. So I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that's that's that story, man. And those those three kids, we talked about that as adults, and we all laughed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, but yeah, but that's that's my first one right there. I know it was long, but I had to tell right. it the way it happened. So. Uh, I'm about to say nice. I had a similar halfway situation like that. I had a video game that I let somebody borrow and they would not give it back. And I told my mom and she marched her ass down to the, their house as well. And it was kind of embarrassing because, you know, you know, as a little kid, you want to kind of handle your own stuff. Right, she went to right. their mom, you know, said, blah, you know, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden she was coming back with the video game. Didn't I tell you not to let nobody borrow your video? I was like, ugh. Now I, I ain't get yeah. no spanking, but that was just like a stern yeah. talking to. Plus, plus it's just embarrassing sometimes when your mom, you know, she come fight well, your battles. Yeah. yeah, but right. but but there was also, but it also was a different day and time because there was a, a certain amount of respect that not only did kids have for adults back then, but other, yeah. you know. Adults have four adults back then, right. you know, if their kid, if their child or somebody, if the adult saw something was done wrong or or they were not doing the right thing, they wasn't going to give you a hard time about it. As long as you didn't touch their kid, you know, right. unless they gave, you know, unless they gave you approval to do it, you know, but, you know, but if you, like I said, that woman came to that door, looked and saw what that, that car out there and she knows she didn't buy that car for them. Mm-hmm. And she just turned around. She laughed and just turned around and walked away. Let her. <laughs> that was so funny, man. She, yeah, she was crazy. like, "Do what you have to." So whatever. But all right, what's your next one? Yep. So uh, my next one, and and this is one I was completely innocent. Uh, so no, course, I was in the summer. You were. Course, yeah. No. Of course yeah. you were. Yeah. For real this time. So mm-hmm. it was summertime. Uh, one of my friends, one of my, my good, good friends had come over. He was going to spend the night. I would probably maybe in ninth grade, something like that. And, um, we were outside and like our front door was open screen, you know, front door was open. Screen door was closed and we're outside. We had these little fireworks, right? Like, you know, not not the major ones, but the one probably more like firecrackers. Mm-hmm. So I had lit some firecrackers um, on the, you know, on the side, you know, the sidewalk to go from our front door to the street. And so, you know, we, we lit some firecrackers. I go back inside maybe to get something to, to drink or something like that. And when I come back um to the front door my dad is there at the front door and he was like you've been lighting firecrackers inside the house and i'm like no what are you talking about and as i sniff i can tell that the wind has blown <laughs> blown some of the uh you know the, oh, the smoke well, from the firecrackers so yeah. like in the house it kind of smells like you know someone's been setting off firecrackers that smell and he was like uh did you say and i was like no and he, he I, I I can't lie. At ninth grade, I thought I was too old to get yoked up. Mm-mm. That 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 was not the case. <laughs> he yoked me up, 
And I, I think ninth grade when I when I got my last spanking. I don't think I got a spanking after ninth grade, but it's just one of the things where it you know, I tried to explain it wasn't my fault. You know, it blew in the door. But you you know, parents, you know, Dave, you probably the same way, maybe me too. When stuff happens, sometimes we we, we don't allow full explanations and contemplating no. whether things make sense. We're like, hey, there's smoke in the house. I heard fireworks go off, so that means that you lift fireworks off in the house. So that 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 was that yeah. was another another bully beat down right there. Yeah, parents tend to black out from time to time, you know. Yeah, and <laughs> so, it was embarrassing because I told you I had my friend there, you know. So that made it even more embarrassing situation. Even though um, at the time I spent the night at his parents' house many times before, and kind of like you said, that was a different day where parents could parent other people's children with your permission. So mm-hmm. I've been at my friend's house where his parent, his father specifically gave both of us spankings for doing something we shouldn't have done. So, you know, it's one of them things wow. where, you know, other parents could spank you, and it it wasn't a big deal, but nowadays, oh, they let that happen. Uh, no, now, no, your no. kids go somewhere and get spanked, and you, you yeah, that that oh yeah, you can get shot over that, man. Yeah. These days, man, yeah, 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 definitely. You put your hands on my on my right. son or my daughter, yeah, that'd be it, man. Yeah, so um, yep, so right, that well. that right there is my number two. Okay, all right, um. My number two, let me see, had to deal with, um, I lived right across the street from the railroad um, um, where they, part of the uh, Amtrak um, system where people would work on the tracks or whatever, and there was a, trains would come by my house all the time, you know, so. Um, we would go down and um sit and watch the trains go go past or whatever, because we were kind of on a hill. The trains would be below us, you know. So here I am, me. We were one day, me and the same two kids. We're a little bit older now. We're probably ten, eleven, you know, somewhere around there. Um same two kids we're sitting there over there watching the trains go by and you can actually see the workers you know who work for the railroad um mm-hmm. you know also in the building you know they'd be outside sometime whatever well so one particular day one of the kids says i bet you i can hit one of the trains when they go by because <laughs> you know when, when, so he picks up a, a rock and train goes by, he starts and he throws a rock at one of the trains. And you see it pop off the top of the train, right? So they thought that was so cool. So the other kid starts, he picks up one, he said, I can do that. And he starts throwing it and he missed the first time, and then he missed again. Then, and of course, you know, I'm watching both of them doing I'm saying, don't do it, Dave. <laughs> you know, because that's a, this is nothing, nothing good is going to come of this, right? And I'm sure, you know, these guys are watching us from across the way. So, but of course, you know, they said, Dave, you ain't throwing none yet. And I was like, oh, man, here we go. So, you know how peer pressure is. Uh, I said, yeah. okay. So, we, 
So I took up a rock and started throwing it, but I wasn't trying to hit the trains. I purposely made sure they didn't go all the way down that part. You know, we're out there. And then a couple of other of our friends come over. So now it's like six or seven of us out here throwing these stones at these trains, right? Then a couple of them start trying to throw the stones further to try to hit the building <laughs> and maybe maybe break out a couple of the windows <laughs> over there, right? Yeah, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all some bad yeah, ass kids. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And I'm still throwing the rock short. They said Dave can't hit the Dave Dave they, they, they said Dave David can't hit the train, you know. I wasn't trying to hit the train because I knew that was the problem if I hit the train. So all of a sudden, there's a kid who's walking over there where we are. He was coming over to join us. But then all of a sudden I hear somebody say, cops. So somebody from over the tracks, you know, the railroad saw us and, and called the cops. And these cops came, there was, there was, uh, you know, there was two ways to run. You either ran to the left or to the right to get away, right? So everybody ran to the right, except me and this guy named Daniel. I'll never forget it. Daniel, I said, why is everybody running that way? Because that was the way that the kid who said cops was coming from. I said, the cops got to be over that way, right? So we ran the opposite direction. We, we ran, of course, we didn't go, we didn't run to our houses. We ran all past our houses, ran around. There was a baseball game going on at one of our neighborhood baseball games. I ran, I ran over towards where the baseball game and sat down like I was a spectator. Oh my everything, right? right. And uh Daniel, he he came that way too, but then Daniel ran to his house after after that. And they just looked at the guys playing the baseball game, just looked at us and said, All right, what did y'all do? Where are you coming from? <laughs> you know, because we look guilty or something, right? And so I just sat there for a moment trying to catch my breath and everything, right? So when I thought it was cool to go home, I went home. And I, now I'm worried that the cops are going to come to the house or somebody's going to squeal and say that I was involved or whatever because those other boys got caught by the cops. And they were taken to their home. The cops took them personally to their houses. And you know they all got in trouble. You know that, right? Right. So, so but then somebody squealed and said that Daniel was also over there because a cop knocked on his door. And his mother answered the door. And, of course, they told they told the mom, Miss Lucille, uh, they told Miss Lucille what happened. And, of course, Daniel got a beating, you know, uh, for that night. And I was the only one that a cop didn't come to the door. <laughs> I'm, but I'm sitting there praying. Let I got on my knees and started praying. Don't, please don't let a cop come here today. <laughs> you know, all this stuff, right? So I'm thinking I'm in the clear. Later on that night, phone rings. Like that call you got, you, you your father mm-hmm. got it. <laughs> yeah. It is Miss Lucille. But her and my mom were real good friends. And she called to tell what happened with Daniel and said that Daniel told her that I was over there too. 
I was almost in the clear letter. So till she made that phone call and my mom found out that I was over there with them. And I was like, so of course I got a beating for that. <laughs> you know, so, you know. Um, she said, don't you dare ever go over there again. And don't let me hear about you throwing any stones over there. Ever again. <laughs> I said, but I didn't hit anything. I said, I was throwing them, but I didn't hit anything. Right. She said, it doesn't matter. You were over there with them. And that makes you guilty by association. You know, that was her favorite thing to say all the time. I'll never forget that. I I got a beat for not even doing anything, Leonard, but being in the wrong place at the wrong time. So, yeah. Yeah. Having all the time. And I was a con, I was being conscious about it. I was, you know, I was, look, I wasn't trying to, because I knew something bad was going to happen if I, if, you know, if they kept doing it. But hey, what can you say? What can you say? Guilt wrong by association. Place. Yeah, wrong place, wrong time. You're wrong time. Yep, there you go. So that was my second one right there. So all right. So my fifth one. This one's gonna be kind of short, but I just always remember. What'd you say? Your fifth one? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. My third <laughs> one. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 getting confused because I was in the fifth grade, so I'm I'm here looking oh, at okay. fifth. All right. Okay. Yep. All so right. I was at my my middle school. And we had this teacher, this black teacher, fifth grade, who was no joke. You know, one of them, I would swear that he is, he was military, maybe Marines, special forces. You know, he's just one of them wow. strict, maybe a drill sergeant. And what school, what, what school were you at at this time? So I'm, 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 I'm going to let the, the guilty stay innocent right now. <laughs> so this was AI Dupont Middle School. Oh, AI Middle. Okay. Yes. Right. So long story short, in class, um, I think he was like a social studies teacher or history teacher, something like that. So in class, sitting at my desk, and um, we had like desks that were like kind of grouped in like four, where all you know, all four kind of faced the middle, so to speak. So I'm at my desk. And he comes over, you know, asking some questions, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes to the next table. And um, while he's talking, somebody at my table says something funny, does something funny. Everybody starts laughing, including myself. The teacher turns around and he sees me laughing. I don't know why he's saying this is blackmail and. So he sees me laughing and he's like, Mr. Young, stand up. So I stand up and they, are you familiar with Star Trek? Yes. And are you familiar with the character named Mr. Spock? Yeah, of course. And are you familiar with this move that he would do called the Vulcan Death Grip? Yes, I know. I know exactly where you're going with that. This teacher... So for anyone who doesn't know, the Vulcan death grip, as far as I can remember it, but I know I know exactly what this teacher did, but the Vulcan death grip, if I'm explaining it right, where you take your two fingers, your thumb and your pointer finger, and you put it on that tender piece of muscle that goes from your neck to your shoulder, and right. you squeeze it. This teacher right. did the Vulcan death grip on me until I fell to the ground. Like I they I literally fell to the ground. 
and it hurt. <laughs> and, um, you know, everyone in class, cause you know, you know, kids, they're, they're laughing, you know, it's a shame, but it is what it is. They're laughing. Yeah, that's what they do, man. Yeah. yeah. And so when I get home that night and I look in the mirror, you know, there were finger for like, like those his fingers or where they like dug into my whatever that muscle tendon whatever you know there were there were marks there where he's um and i know it's not a word where he swoles you know the, <laughs> <laughs> that that area and i was just like man i cannot believe it and and i told my dad i don't know if my dad did anything or not you know one of the things you know you tell your parents maybe maybe he handled it on his own but you know of course the next day i went to class and it was you know it's kind of like nothing happened. It was just move on, you know, move on to the next day. But I still remember that because, like, now when I think about it to this day, I can't believe teachers could actually do that. Can, can you imagine, Dave, your, your son coming home and the, him telling you that the teacher squeezed his Vulcan death grip area until he fell to the <laughs> ground? Well, you know, yeah, well, that would probably, today, we probably would question it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but back in the day, the first thing out of your parents' mouth would have been, what you do? <laughs> right. <laughs> right? That's what they would ask because it won't be. But why did they do that? That's not going to be the first question out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. The question is going to be, what did you do? Right. That's what the question is going to be because they're going to think you did something that caused the teacher to do something to you. So, um, but nowadays you might get you might. Well, why did they do that? Why did they touch you? They're not supposed mm-hmm. to touch you and all of that kind of stuff. You. That's what you get now. But you didn't get that back then. <laughs> you know. Right. So, no, not at all. No, because they always the parents always assume you did something to get that. So you know, but maybe not like that. But you know, but that's a whole another story. Right. So is that teacher still alive? Have you ever seen? I, I have no again? idea. In fact, I'm, I'm not even exactly sure his name. Like I, like I could probably guess, but I'm not sure. Hmm. You ever notice that teachers probably age the best out of any other, um, professions. I would agree with that. You know, yeah. like you, you'll, you'll see teachers 20 years later and you still recognize. Yeah, I know. Them. And you, and, and have you ever thought to yourself, you say, well, how old were they when they were teaching? Right. <laughs> you know, you know, right. because, you know, because a lot of the teachers that I had, you know, coming up, even some of the ones from elementary school, I, I think to myself, I said, they, well, they had to be in their 20s and their 30s when they were teaching, <laughs> you know, even though they seem older at that time. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, but. You know, the ones that are still around, you know, they're in their 80s, a lot of them. Yeah. That, that so I, I, I guess the question is, does working with kids keep you young? Yeah, yeah, it does. And, and, and that's why I say they seem to age the best out of all the professions because a lot of them taught, you know, most of them taught 30, 40 years, you know, and, and, and it seemed like it did keep them young, you know. Right. And a lot of them you would still recognize. Like if you if you don't you may not remember their name, but if you saw them, you would say, "Oh, that was one of my teachers back in the day." Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. So, all right. Well, my last one would be it had something to do with school as well. Um, 
we had <laughs> my childhood. The the elementary school that I went to was Northeast Elementary School, which is Thomas Edison Charter now. I mean, Eastside, Eastside Charter. I'm sorry, Thomas Edison, Eastside Charter. So, but where that school is located, which is on Governor Prince and Wilmington, Delaware, 30th and Governor Prince in Wilmington, Delaware, we used to have, there was an ice cream store that sold burgers and fries and everything as well called Dan D's, which was right across from the school. It was right across Governor Prince. We used to call it, well, Governor Prince was the highway. You know, we would call it a highway. Right. You know, how you call it from three mm-hmm. streets and, you know, Governor Prince was the highway. We wasn't allowed to cross the highway during school hours. We could not, we, you know, you can go home for lunch, but you had to go straight to your house and come right back, you know, to the school without oh, wow. going to a store. You couldn't go to a store or anything. You mm-hmm. had to, you know, you know, you want, but you could go home for lunch. So here we go. There used to be these two kids that would always sneak to the store or go over to Dandy's. We had a Jack in the Box that was right adjacent to Dandy's. There was a Jack in the Box there. Um, all this took place over there. You know what that U-Haul place is over there on Governor Prince? I think so. That little there, it was that little area there. There was a Dan, there was a Jack in the Box right across from where the U-Haul was. And then there was this dandies right across from the Jack in the Box. So, you know, so people would, you know, sneak over, get food from those places. And then those places wasn't supposed to service if we went in there. But, of course, it was money, you know, so they would take, they would service. And a lot of times we would go in dandies to get ice cream, you know, especially during the summertime. So these two guys read, I, well, I ain't going to say Reggie's name. I already said it. Uh, <laughs> Reggie and another guy, um, they used to always go over to Dandy's to get ice cream cones all the time. So this one particular day, the other guy's name was Kevin. That's right. Um, this one particular day, they talked me into going over there with him. And I knew as soon as I went over there with him, I said, this is probably not going to turn out well. So we go over, we get the ice cream. And we're, you know, walking back across the highway. We hurry up and eat the ice cream before we walk back in the building. And we sit down when class starts. This is fourth grade. Um, we were in Ms. Green's class. I'll never forget. So we're sitting there. Then all of a sudden, one of the girls snickering with another girl is talking. And so Ms. Green says, what are you... Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't Ms. Green's class. Ms. Thomas' class. I, I remember. This is fifth grade. Um, so, um, one of the uh, Ms. Thomas says, what are you girls back there laughing about? And they got quiet. And she said, tell me, what are you laughing about? They said, Ms. Thomas, did you know that Reggie and Kevin went over to Dandies, because this particular girl really didn't like Reggie and, and wanted to blow his spot up. And so Miss Thomas said, they did? And Reggie said, no, we didn't. You know, he denied it right away. And she said, yes, they did. They did. And I can tell you for sure that they did because they had vanilla cone ice cream with sprinkles <laughs> on it. <laughs> She's telling the whole thing, right? 
And Reggie, Reggie's looking at it. And look, Miss Thomas, you look at the front of his shirt. He got some ice cream on the front of his shirt. He got something on the front of his shirt. She's telling everything. So Miss Thomas walks over to Reggie and says, Reggie, I see that spot on your shirt. Is that ice cream? And he put his head down. He said, yes, Miss Thomas. And she said, get up. Wait for me in the hall. Kevin, did you go? Kevin put his head down. He said, yes, Miss Thomas. She said, wait for me in the hall. Well, that's never good when they say wait for you in the hall. Right. Yeah. So, so now I'm freaking out because I got my head down and I'm like, oh my God, you know, and you know, I said, hopefully she don't come over to me or whatever, you know, but the girls didn't say I went with them, even though they know I went with them because they saw us, but they didn't say I went because they liked me. All of a sudden, in the hallway, Reggie says, well, Dave, David went too. <laughs> He's standing out there in the hallway. So Miss Thomas turned around. Miss Thomas really liked me. And I like Miss Thomas. That's one of my favorite teachers, all-time teacher. Miss Thomas turned around and said, wait, hold on. David, is this true? Did you go over there with them? <laughs> and I was like... Oh man. And I looked at her and I didn't say anything right away. And then I said, Yes, Miss Thomas. She said, Oh my gosh. She said, I am so disappointed in you. And she had a good relationship with my mom, too. And she was like, Your mom is not going to like this. She said, Get up, David. And you could tell she was hurt telling me to get up and go in the hall. Right. So, so what they would do, what she did is she made us walk down to the women's bed, the girls' bathroom. We went in the girls' bathroom, and she, uh, she, she took her. She had a paddle. She made us bend over, and she gave each one of us three licks Damn. <laughs> with the paddle. Man, I'll never forget that. I'm pissed at Reggie because Reggie, you know, he 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 snitched on me, man. He snitched on me. Reggie was a little tiny. Thing. Reggie was about Kevin Hart's size, you know. So. I'm looking at Kevin. I'm saying, why'd you say something? He said, because I wasn't going to get in trouble and you didn't get in trouble. And he said, you were sitting there and nobody was going to say anything about you. I said, well, I said, man, I don't believe you told on me. Right? Leonard, I was so mad at him. So we go back to class, man. Our butts were on fire, too. Man. I could hardly sit in that chair. I just lit us up, right? Right? Then school's over. I got to go home now. Of course, Miss Thomason called, called everybody's parents, man. You know, she had already told David, you know, she called Kevin's mom. She called my mom. I mean, you know. So I get home. Dinner's on the table. My mom had made sloppy joe and, and all this. I'm so happy. I'm like, well, maybe she didn't call her or whatever, right? So I'm sitting there. I eat dinner. And my mom said, how was your day in school today? I said, fine, mom. I said I had a good day. And she said, okay. She said, you see, I made you Sloppy Joe. I know you like Sloppy Joe. And I said, yeah, thank you, Mom. My sister is cracking up. She knew. <laughs> My sister already knew what was about to happen, right? So I sit there and eat. My mom said, is there anything you want to tell me? I said, oh, Lord, here we go, right? I said, what do you mean, Mom? 
did anything happen to school today? I said, oh, I got an A on my, on my <laughs> test. <laughs> She's like, I don't care about that damn test. <laughs> you know, and so she said, no, not that. She said, did I hear you went over to Dandy's today? I said, oh, man, she called him. Man, the next, the next thing you know, she said, okay, pull your pants down. She grabbed the belt. Bam, she got me again, man. I was sore for about a week later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I never went back over to that store again. Matter of fact, even when my mom used to take us over there, I used to have nightmares about going to that store right. after that, man. You know, I said, I'll wait outside. You bring the ice cream out to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but that was, that was, that was my, uh, school story about getting in trouble. I never got in trouble in school again after that, man. Oh, wow. I, never, ever. So, okay. yeah. I so mean, those, all those spankings work. All the way through high school. All the way through high school. Huh? I said, them spankings work. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And back then. Put you, you in know. your place. Yeah. And see, but see, that's what, there was a, a thread on Facebook on the other day about one of the, it started out talking about busing and how busing destroyed everything here. Well, in Wilmington, you know, and the city schools, how busing just changed everything up. And then, but there, you know, people started talking about some of the other things, contributing factors to the way the kids were coming up because of busing and so forth. But one of the common themes that came up was how the teachers were more involved in the children's lives and how we had a respect for the teachers and the parents and all of that kind of stuff and how that whole thing was like a circle of life, you know, that everybody worked together for the good of the child, you know, and that's what changed after busing came through because the caring and the community factor had disappeared. And where say where they say it takes a village to raise a child was out the window now. Yep, I, I agree with that. So, but there you have it, folks. That's you know those are the things. How did you how did you term this again? What was this called? Uh, things you got in trouble for that you shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> Or like Amanda Seal says on her show, things I learned this week. <laughs> you know, you know? <laughs> right? Because <laughs> that's basically what it was. You know, things you learned this week. So, but uh, yeah. Um, well, we hope everybody enjoy us going down memory lane. I'm sure all of you guys definitely have some stories that you'd like to tell and um, talk about. You know, because. And even though we got in trouble for those things, it helped to build character in us as well. Yeah, um, it definitely did. You know, yeah, you know, it gave us, you know, it gave us insight to the things that we we needed to do and not do. You know, so um, so we want to take the time to thank you guys for listening. Please give us some feedback if you want. It's funny, I did get a lot of feedback. Uh, people, uh, what we talked about on Tuesday about the uh, uh, 200 greatest singers list, man, there were some yep. bad people, man. There were some bad people talking about certain people. 
And uh, there were some people who commented about you and your little comments about, you know, where you would put people to, by the way. I'm yeah, just they, they, you know, I did. Yeah, probably, they probably all agreed with me. I get it. No, I get it all the time, Dave. I get it all the time. Not, not hardly. Not hardly. I tell you, that's what I love when I get feedback from people. I love getting the feedback because, uh, you know, of course, some people be like saying, what planet is, is Leonard on? You know, and I'm just, I, I can't help you. I can't answer that question. So, you know. But you know who person was that people got the maddest about? Michael Jackson. Yes, it was definitely Michael Jackson. Yeah, I mean they they didn't do him justice because I mean I think in all categories he would he should have been should been top ten. Yeah, he should have been top ten. Definitely top ten. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. But he he should not have been outside the top ten. He shouldn't have been outside. He should have been in the top in the well top three. I mean. Um, definitely top five. Um, and for him to be down there at eighty six would, and then people up there talking about, well, this person wasn't on this, this person wasn't on the list. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. So, but that's what we like. We like feedback from you guys. When I, I like to keep the conversation going. So, I mean, if you heard something tonight that made you think of something from your past, please feel free to share it with us, and we definitely will. Um. We'll definitely get back to you. Also, there was a comment. Uh, um, I had a couple of people looking at the shirts. So, you know, make sure you uh, guys take a look at our newsandtrends.com website and order your T-shirt or hoodie, um, you know, um, for news and trends to help support the show and let people know how this is your favorite program to listen to. Okay. So definitely go to our news and trend um, dot com website to be able to purchase certs. Okay. I think that's everything. All right. Sounds good. So wrapping it all up, uh, make sure you catch our show this coming or next week, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Dave, you have any final words? No. Uh, okay. No. All right. Every- Thank I'll you for listening. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. All right. Yeah, that's right. Well, no, what wouldn't Russell Simmons say? Thank you, everybody. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> are, are, yeah. are those your final words? Yeah, that's my final words, man. All right. Well, for all our listeners, this is Leonard Young, the better, the better, uh, better good guy. <laughs> and we will catch you next week. Make sure you catch our Tuesday show, 8 p.m. East Coast time on all streaming podcast platforms and we'll talk to you later okay tune in next week ladies and gentlemen for another edition of news and trends with your host dave and lynn